This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Attention, boys, girls, and adults who refuse to grow up. Everybody gather around because today we're interviewing Spider-Man. So this is probably the biggest interview of my life, Carissa. What? It is. I don't even think... An interview with Oprah could top the excitement I have for our episode today. I I have to agree with you. I'm pretty excited. I don't I, think I don't think this person has ever done a podcast interview. I don't know. We'll this might be the first one. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. We're gonna go down in comic book history. I think so. I think so. And can I just say how crazy is it that we're already at episode twenty? It's nuts. Didn't we just have our sweet 16? Like, I feel like I'm, I can't believe this year has already gone by so fast because, you know, we started the first week of January Mm -hmm. and uh, the year just, I feel like the older I get, the faster the years go. And I'm like, wait, can you slow down? (laughs) Yeah, that's what they say. But I think that uh, the person we're interviewing today might have the secret (laughs) to just life Ever after, with forever. <laughs> Possibly. I'm putting, I'm, putting, I'm putting a lot of pressure now. A lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. So, um, got him. Our, our, our guests are like, well, who is it? You know, they're like, what, what's going on? So, um, on our uh, pot, I mean, Cassie, do you want to say? I don't know. I'm kind of excited. <gasps> Let's talk, Carissa. I'm going to give you the honors. <clears throat> Who's on our podcast today? It's our friendly neighborhood Spider Man, folks. The real deal. Very excited. He is the real deal. (laughs) Spider-Man, are you there? Just wanted to say hi real quick. Yes, I'm here. Oh, (laughs) goodness. I don't don't know if I'm better than Oprah. You guys gave me a a large stage to stand on right now. (laughs) Are you kidding? You're Spider-Man, man. man. I just just want to really quickly give you guys the scoop. Spider-Man's real name... We kind of have to keep this on the down low because, you know, Spidey <laughs> has all those villains out there who kind of want to stop his awesomeness. But Spidey's real name is Ricky Mina. And he is Spider-Man by day and the founder of Heart of a Hero by night. His real job description, aside from cruising through downtown buildings on his web shooter things. <laughs> I don't know what those are called. We don't know what they're called. <laughs> um... His real job is to inspire, motivate, and empower children in need. He dons the costume of a superhero and visits children who are terminally ill in hospitals and schools to speak on bullying. I think he's just... So from what you've seen in the movies and what you've read in comic books, this, this Spider-Man, there's a, there's a whole lot more to the story. Um, and, I'd, and I'd like to make another clarification, Ricky <laughs> slash Spider-Man, before we get into some of our questions. Um, okay. You know, the movies really have it all wrong. They, they do. You weren't bit by a spider. That's not how you became Spider-Man. No. <laughs> 
Spider-Man came to be because, and you can correct me if I've got this wrong, okay. but I think I've got the inside scoop. You were visited by your grandmother in a dream, and she showed you an image of the future you, Spider-Man, handing right. out gifts on Christmas. And then you went out after you know a tough and gloomy period in your life, and you bought your suit, and you became Spider-Man. That is correct. That that is that is Spider Man's birth in a nutshell. <laughs> and and as opposed to the comic books, I'm not in a high school or graduating college. I'm thirty one years old, so let's put that Whoa. out there also. It's That's hard a- being Spider Man at thirty one, I'm telling you. Man, I didn't know Spider-Man, and I didn't know I was about the same age as Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's hard to crouch that many hours as <laughs> when you're 31. <laughs> so, oh, man, you gotta, man I, we're going to get into it later, but I want to hear about how Spider-Man stays in shape. But, um, well, but Yeah, we'll get to that, yeah. <laughs> we want the lowdown on that, for sure. So, um, a Spider-Man, or Ricky, um, can you tell us, like... When you put on the Spider-Man suit, are you, do you find that you're able to connect with people in a whole new way when you're being Spider-Man? And what's that like? Well, um, after the, f- the first few initial visits, I realized that wearing the suit is 100% different as opposed to walking, obviously walking in as myself to kids in need because um, when I'm in the suit, the thing with kids is they have an imagination uh, fully intact, you know, and so they truly believe that the Spider-Man from the big screen just walked in. <laughs> and in that moment, they believe that he took the time out of his busy, you know, busy schedule fighting crime and whatever else Spider-Man does um, to be with them solely. So it hits them all really fast and you can see it on their face within the first five minutes. and. Um, it just, it, the suit is just a doorway, um, for my true character, me as Ricky Mena to come through and I'm a caring individual and I, I truly, you know, I truly care about these kids. And, um, I've probably met with over 1500 kids so far since October and, um, connected with each and every one of them. Um, I have an address where people can send, uh, you know, kids can send drawings and stuff like that. I receive so many drawings from kids I've met, uh, letters from some of the older children. Um, and it just lets me know that I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. And I was uh, meant to do this because um, the suit is just, you know, like like you said, when I put it on, it, it, it does make it different. It, there's an advantage there. Like I said, the kids, uh, you know, little kids, five years old, four years old, three years old, they still believe in, you know, Santa Claus and and just all, all the characters that we once believed in, too. And, you know, um, it's just magical. It really is. Like, I can't explain. It's hard to explain it in words. It's just, um, it, it's really moving. And usually when I take the suit off, the whole the whole thing doesn't even hit me until about, you know, a couple hours later. I've actually, you know, broke down a few times after a few trips and, um, because it's just that real, you know, and, um, it's just a blessing, you know, that's amazing. That's really, really cool. I think that, um, and this is one of the reasons why we really wanted to have Spider-Man on the podcast today. You know, we're all about, uh, more, more so a healthy mindset 
in the context of making sure that you've got, um, you know, your, your food and fitness lifestyle is rolling along nicely. Um, but to kind of look at the glue that holds it all together, which is just being a positive, happy person. And you're a great example, Ricky slash Spider-Man of someone who's been able to really find a way to assign more meaning to your life. And it's just so inspiring to hear your story and all the people you've connected with since October. That's mind blowing. Um, so congratulations. But, uh, I'd, I'd love to know, you know, of all these children that you've connected with and you've, you've been able to make them feel special because Spider-Man is visiting them. Do you have a favorite story so far, whether you were out, you know, fighting a villain or whether you were, um, hanging out with some kids. Oh man, finding a story that I mean, like I said, they're all they're like all my. I just feel like they're all my. Um, like I don't know, it sounds weird, but they're all my babies. You know, like oh, each yeah. visit is my baby. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, but there was one recently. I just uh, last week was in Oakland, California, at Kaiser um, Permanente Pediatric Ward. And man, first of all, they showed me so much love and they just, they were like, okay, you're going to come in. I I saw about 25 kids that day and went into 25 rooms separately. Like, so it was individual visits. And um, honestly, it's going to sound crazy, but the one that recently is most special to me is one that where the child was... um, this child had seizures all the time and I walked in and um, the, it, it, the child's head was wrapped and there was all these like wires hanging out of the child's head and instantly, you know, visually it's tough to take in because she was probably about six and um, the mom said that she had not like, um, she can't talk and she can only communicate with her eye, like her eyelids, you know, mm-hmm. like um, you can see her eyes like moving around behind her eyelids and that would mean that she knows you're there, this and that. But she hadn't done that in three, you know, like three or four days. So she hadn't communicated because she'd just been so out of it. And so I was talking to her as Spider-Man. I didn't know if she knew I was there. And then, um, you know, I say really encouraging things. Like I, t- I let the little girls know that they're still beautiful. They're be- you're beautiful, you know, like I, you know, cause it's even for us, like if we were in the hospital for X amount of days, we probably wouldn't feel handsome or beautiful at that mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? We start feeling a little run down and these kids have been there for like a month. Mm. So, or longer. I met kids that were in there for 450 days, you know? Wow. So, yeah. So, so anyways, um, she wasn't really like responding to me at all. And then I asked the mom if it was okay if I like touched her hand and stuff. And like place my hand on her hand and talk to her a little closer. And, um, you know, I delivered a, a more powerful speech, I feel like, to her. So she knew I was there. And if she could hear me, then it would be something good, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so I did that. And as soon as I placed my hand on her hand and told her that she was beautiful, her eyelids just started fluttering like crazy. And her mom was, had the biggest smile and wanted to cry because that was the first time in like four days. So, oh my gosh. Wow. so this is, yeah, so this was like my favorite and uh, I honestly left the room. I, I'm like trying not to cry about it right now. I left the room and literally took a deep breath and people can't see my facial expressions. They can't see when I shed a tear or whatever, you know, um, but I come out of the room and, uh, the nurses, 
the whole, like I had an entourage following me, you know? And so I walk out and every, it was just dead silent. It was just dead silent. And everyone was like, they heard me breathing inside of the suit, you know, kind of heavy. And they were like, are you okay? And I was like, I answered, I'm okay, but in like in a shaky voice. And they were like, why don't we just take a second, you know? And I say, you know what? I can't take a second. I have to, we have to go to the next kid because if I, if I wait too long on this, if I let this like weigh too much on me and think about it too much, then I'm never going to uh, be ready for the next kid. So immediately we went to the next room and I'm like, bam, hey, how's it going? You know, yeah. Spider-Man, and you got to put it behind you a little bit, you know, for a little while. But, you know, that was probably my favorite, you know, in the last, the most recent, that was favorite. Um you know, and I and it sticks with me because I wonder if they're okay still. You know, and it's like, it's sure. real. It's more than it's more than just the pictures that I post, mm-hmm. the little hugs and stuff. It's 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 definitely really real to me and, and the families involved. So yeah, the support I is tremendous. That's amazing. It sounds to me, Ricky. All joking aside, that that really is a super power that you have to be able to connect with people authentically connect with these kids be with them one-on-one and really be present so much to the point where you know you can you can they really feel you and they know that you're there and it makes an impact on them and then to be able to carry that weight of wanting the best for that person and move on to the next kid and 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 show up brand new for them as well I think that's amazing that is definitely a superpower and it really right. just these stories so far, it really reminds me, you know, how small our problems are and right. how huge our job is as the fortunate. It's that much more important, you know, if you're in good health and if, you know, in, in I mean, that's really all you need. Like if you're able to get around and you're able to communicate in some way, then you can go out there and you can make a difference in the world. Yeah. So. Right. That's awesome. So, um, curious, um, Ricky or Spider Man, um, <laughs> what you know for someone who's who hears this and maybe gets inspired and mm-hmm. wants to help out in their local community? Um, right. Do you have or or just maybe you know? You know, you had this um, vision come to you about being Spider Man, or maybe someone just has an idea in their head about, um, something they want to do. And maybe they're, they're thinking about making a big, a big change or, or something in their life. Like what advice would you give to someone who's, who's looking to kind of make this type of big shift like you did? Like what, what advice would you have for them? And like, where, where could they start, you know, if they wanted to, to, you know, dedicate their life to if they feel inspired to do something like this you know well I think if it's just going out and doing stuff for people in general not necessarily in a suit or as a hero character or whatever um I would just say you know I think the main thing is if people are afraid to do something for other people because they're afraid of other the other person's reaction like I used to before the suit thing I used to randomly just go to chipotle or or go to a restaurant get a burrito and hand it to a homeless person but i'd be so nervous before i did because i'm like what if he's like i'm not hungry you know or (laughs) i would think of like a thousand excuses you know to to not do it 
what if he does this? What if she does this? You know, and I just feel stupid, you know, and I wasted my money and time. But it was never like that. It was actually very fulfilling every time. So, you know, I would say that anything you do in life should take a um, take a, a plan. You know, sit sit down and write down um, what the first steps should be, and just focus on those first steps. For me. It was contacting the person, you know, finding, locating the person that would build this, this this suit that looks real. And the guy that actually builds them for me, uh, he's located in Los Angeles, and he's he is one of the best. So that's what I needed for this to happen. And so, um, you know, uh, as far as funding for it, I, I had to sell. I had a Chrysler 300, and I had a nice, really nice car, and that's all I had to my name. I sold it. For half of what it what it was worth, just to get the money up front, and I slept on a friend's couch, to so I didn't have to pay rent, so I could put everything that I had into this, all my energy, focus, time, everything, because I truly believed in it. And I think that's what you have to do if you believe in something, you want to do something, whatever it may be, if it's helping other people or helping your family or your career goals, dreams, you have to put both feet into something, just like a relationship. You can't. You can't have one foot in, one foot out, and expect it to work. And so you have to plan things out. And uh, you have to know that everything's not going to work. Not everything on your piece of paper that you wrote down is going to work. So, um, And you can't be discouraged when they don't. Actually, when, when I have obstacles in my path, I actually smirk and challenge it. I, I love challenges. I'm all about hurdling them or you know, finding the next best, next best route. So you know, it just takes... It just takes love for what you're doing. And if you want to, if you have an idea and something that you already fell in love with the idea of, it's just like, that's, that's the first step. And then the plan and locating, you know, your resources. Um, when I was waiting for my suit, it took four months for me to get my suit made. And so while I was waiting, what I did was I, I emailed all these like foster care homes. I, I Googled everything. Everything's at our fingertips nowadays with the internet. And uh, so I Googled all these things and these places and I, and trust me, half, more than half of them didn't respond because they probably thought I was crazy. Hey, I want to show up as Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, but as soon as I got my suit, I took pictures in it, like high quality pictures, mm-hmm. resent the emails, resent the emails. And then I was booked. Yeah. I was booked. So, lo- um, yeah, that's, that's what I would say is just have a plan and and just strategically hit people up and tell them what you want to do. And you'd be surprised. You know, you'll never know what you're going to you'll never know the outcome unless you put it out there. I know? love what you said about both feet in and mm-hmm. and then, you know, the fact that discovering what that is for you or what you love is is the hard part for a lot of people. And then you know, making your plan. I just, I love that whole idea of, you know, if there's something that you want, you really have to be all in about it. And I, I really like that. I really like that a lot. Yeah. Right. You know, and I, I want to chime in on that too, because I'm over here like, yeah, amen. <laughs> because, um, you know, it's, it's so true. If you don't put both feet in, if you, if you, if you just have your toe in the water, it'll, you'll draw, you'll drag out a bad situation, or you will take forever to get to a good place. So right. you might as well either rip the Band-Aid off and realize that it's worth doing or it's not worth doing and know now. You can know now. You just have to go for it. And I think that's, I think you're an awesome example, Ricky. Um, 
And I also think that it's interesting too, that the, the fear, I so identify with that, you know, handing the homeless man, the Chipotle burrito. Um, I have, it's one of those things, those to do's that I've put in the back of my mind for so long and I haven't done it. And you know why? It's because I was, I'm afraid of the reaction as I've always thought, cause there's several people that I pass that are on the side of the right. road asking for handouts. And I, what do I do? I sit in my car and I'm uncomfortable and I, right. and it's not that I, I, I def, my heart def does not go to a judgmental place. Um, right. But it goes to like a you, you're confused about how to help them. You know, is money good or will that not be good? I don't know what yeah. to do, and I don't want to insult them. And it's somewhere in my heart that I know I'm just going to buy a case of water, and I'm going right. to have a case of water in the car. I'm going to strap a pair of socks to each bottle, um, right. and I'm going to put a card in there for the shelter and maybe fifty cents so they can make a phone call. You know, like nice. and just hand that to people, and if they throw it back at your face because all they wanted was a $10 bill, then so be it, you know, but like, but that shouldn't be the reason why you don't do something, you know, and that's such a small thing. I, I'm definitely not investing in a Hollywood worthy suit and, you know, and I'm not emailing hundreds of places to go and visit. That's such a small thing that people can do. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there because you've inspired me. I'm going to go, I'm going to go make my water bottle and sock packages (laughs) for the guys on the side of the road. I love that idea, Cassie. That's great. Okay. You'll have to Instagram that and and tag Ricky so he can see you. (laughs) You guys are all my accountability system now. Yes. (laughs) For sure. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's take a slightly lighter turn. Um, slightly more superficial, even though, you know, Chris and I could talk about this all day long. Yep. This is the Fed and Fit podcast. So this question is fitting. So it, it's okay. fitting, pun intended. <laughs> fitting. Um, Fit. so uh-huh. We want to know, how does yeah. Spike stay in superhero shape? Do you have a workout routine that you stick to? Uh, what, what, what is your diet look, look like? You, you make sure you get a lot of sleep, you know, what's on the Especially being that you're, you know, you said being Spider-Man 31 is hard and I can imagine, I mean, Cassie and I are both in our thirties and it it takes, you know, some dedication and effort to stay in a certain shape. (laughs) Right. I've been doing a lot more stretching lately. I'll tell you that because, uh, I would just go to these events and, um, I'd be crouching, you know, or posing the poses that I don't know if you've seen Spider-Man in his natural, uh, like on pictures and stuff like that in the comic books. This dude is like flexible. I mean, that's that's one of his superpowers. Actually, is uh, flexibility and agility. So that's one thing um, that's crazy because, like, prior to the whole Spider-Man thing happening, I joined like this. I have became certified myself in the field of fitness and um, was personal training people. And I've been working out myself for four years. And and as you know, you know, you learn more as you go along. And so I feel like I've obtained so much from different styles of training that I put them all together and people love the way I train them and I train myself the same way and it's like a lot of explosive um, like functional fitness type of things so meaning like box jumps and um, you know frog jumps and all kinds of things that test your agility open up your hips and get you more flexible along with the weight training that you would normally have you know like as a male in the gym. And so I've been able to, and with, you know, paired with my diet, um, 
I've been able to keep a, a slim yet muscular figure, which is what Spider-Man um, um, embodies, you know? And so Part what's of funny the job is description. I, <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. Like I really train in the gym now with my headphones on thinking, I am Spider-Man. I have to stay Spider-Man. <laughs> I want to, <laughs> you know, and so it's it goes all the way outside the gym. Like, what do I eat? I mean, I eat a ton of protein. I uh, t- I add things to my diet, take things out like rice and, you know, um, I do my whey protein shakes twice or sometimes three times a day. I meal prep. I mean, I do, I do it all, you know? So, um, it, the only thing I'm slacking in, I could use more of is probably sleep. So <laughs> that's the one thing it's hard being, um, you know, the CEO of this company that's like blowing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were recently shared on, our local news station, the two of the biggest stations um, in California. And so since then, it's been like pretty hard to uh, just juggle everything and, and, and still step in the suit. But I make it happen. And uh, it's definitely not easy. And anyone out there who's trying to do the fitness thing, it just takes consistency and it takes uh, two feet. Like, I, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. That's great. And I just want to reiterate something you said. I want the world to know that even Spider-Man meal preps. <laughs> so, yes. Amen. We are, we're a broken record, Ricky, on this show about the secret yeah. to success <laughs> as far as healthy foods is to prepare and plan prepare, ahead. Prepare, prepare, prepare. So, yep. you know. And, and we are big about our sleep here, too. If, if you, yeah. next time you're, you're doing your stretch and you're at the gym, you got to listen to our sleep episode. We give you all the okay. details you need on that. So, <laughs> so our, our last question, which I think okay. is, um, really good because we want to be able to connect our listeners to you and and find out what's going on so can you tell us what's next for spider-man and maybe a little bit about uh, heart of a hero and how our listeners can support you if they feel inspired to do so yeah so um if the listeners want to support the cause um Basically, what we're doing now, what's next for Heart of a Hero will benefit everyone. It's, um, and I'm talking about people who donate also. Um, we're actually pending our nonprofit status. So I've already put in uh, the paperwork, have an accountant, I have everything that we need. It's just we're waiting. It's a, a filing game now. That's very so, exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, so that's, so that's what's next. So next. So now when people donate, it's not just like, hey, you know, I'm donating this. Don't worry about it. It's here's your donation receipt, you know what I mean? And so you get a tax right off at the end of the year, which means that opens up not just from people to people, but already we've had uh, Capital One, the credit card company, wanting to sponsor us. And my big thing that I'm going to go after, I've never talked about this outside of my circle, but I don't mind it because I'm really adamant about going after them, is Under Armour. And I want to take this whole thing to the next level. I have ideas and that will benefit not just children. Like I want to benefit the community as a whole, adults too. Mm -hmm. And there's just so many issues that I feel like I can resolve or help resolve or ease the pain of. So Heart of a Hero is not always going to only be dressing up as a hero and visiting kids, even though that's the core, that's, that'll be what we're about, but there'll be so much more. If people want to reach us, they can go to heartofahero.org. Um, or you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash heart of a hero. And, um, 
any donation, whether it's, I mean, we, we accept toy donations. Uh, they don't have to be Spider-Man themed. Uh, any dollar amount truly, truly does help. Uh, basically, the, do- the money goes back into my travel because I, I, the visits are free to the kids in need. So literally, it's coming out of the money that people donate. I mean, that's how we operate. And the toys, uh, I get donated so many toys. I have like bins and bins of toys right now. That will probably be gone by next week. So that's awesome. I meet some, yeah. So I bring backpacks full of toys for kids when I come, and I'm like, here, choose like five toys. And they're just like, <laughs> really? It's like Christmas, you know? So um, it's, it's really awesome. And I appreciate everybody's support out there. Um, it's, w- this would not happen without the support. I would have only been able to do it for like a month or two, and that would have been it. But uh, right. here we are. We have a a couple more minutes left, and I just had a thought, um, even though I said that was going to be the last question, but do you have that full circle moment where you're actually handing out these toys to kids in your for real Spider-Man suit? I mean, is your grandma always in the front of your mind when you do that? Yeah, uh, you know, it's funny because she always reaches out to me. I have a friend who does like the um like the palm reading thing and I didn't even know she did it, but she's uh she's really like a person who's like really in touch with her spiritual side and she actually contacted me yesterday or the day before and via Facebook and said something that only my grandma would know and she told me that my grandma was proud of me and all and everything I'm doing. So um she's constantly validating what I'm doing. And I just, uh, it's a deeper connection for me. I know I'm supposed to do this and I've, um, I've done everything I can to, to make it happen. There's been, I mean, I've never even heard of a nonprofit organization starting from October. I mean, the few months that we've, uh, been, been operating, you know what I mean? And, um, I literally was broke when I started this and sleeping on someone's couch um to do it so it's not about me and it never has been and you know i just i love my grandmother and i know she's speaking from the other side to me and uh i'm not gonna stop doing what i do because i want to make this the biggest thing the world has ever seen not for me but there's so much there's so much going on in the world like eventually like you know the earthquake in nepal i mean in the future i can see Heart of a hero, like troops. You know what I mean? Like a group of <laughs> volunteers, like by the hundreds or thousands, right. with heart of a hero, with with us being sent there to help. You know what I mean? Whether it be pass out water or help people, you know, dig up the rubble, all that, clean up, all that stuff. I That's love I your um, big picture vision, and it says a lot to your your passion. That's just amazing. Amazing. It does. You know, and you know, I think it's I think it's important to note for folks listening who you know, you maybe you have a vision. Not everybody does. Maybe people have a desire to put assign more meaning to their life or really want to give back and they really want to feel like they're doing more. You know, that that fulfillment that comes from this type of work. And whether you have a really clear picture or you don't, know that if you can visualize something, it can happen. Because, Ricky, you can visualize Heart of a Hero troops, you know, going around to these disasters worldwide and and providing encouragement and inspiration and love. Um, Because you can visualize that, 
I believe a hundred percent that it's going to happen. So there's a lot of power to that. And it's just, it's incredible. And you also never know the people who you're going to touch when they're kind of outside your direct scope. Yeah. Just from Mm -hmm. today's interview, we don't know who's listening. And I mean, you might just have spoken to, let's say a small handful of people who are going to go out and they're going to start some amazing stuff. So throw, throw a pebble in the pond. You never know, you know, kind of where where right. the waves are going to go and where the, where they're, they're going to end up. So I think you're up to even greater good, maybe Ricky, than you realize. So yeah. thank, well, you, thank uh, you so much for for coming on uh, the Fed and Fit podcast today. Really, no it's it's a true honor to to talk to such a um, highly motivated and inspirational person, and like Cassie said, just genuine. Yeah. No problem. It's- my pleasure. And if I could leave you guys with one thing or the listeners with one thing, it, it, um, it doesn't take a suit to make you a hero. It doesn't take you, uh, you know, to dress up like Superman or Spider-Man or Wonder Woman to be a hero to someone. So mm. just keep that in mind. So preach, love it. <laughs> yep. Oh man, Ricky, thank you so much. It really has been an honor and you guys definitely check them out. Heart of I believe if that that's the right address. Um, yep. And we'll we'll link to everything that Ricky's up to in the show notes, so you can find all the information there. Thank you again Thanks. so much for coming on, and Thank we'll you. be we'll be back again next week. <laughs>